Hello, we are No More Sexist Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And this is our second episode in our mini-series, all on Killing Eve Season 4, Episode 2 specifically. Yes, well this episode starts and Eve is still in the Trail of the Twelve trying to find out about Helene, who she now knows as one of the more important people of the Twelve. It also has in Villanelle going to church camp and discovering her faith further. And we also are met with Carolyn, who is now in Moscow with the Russian intelligence services. Initial thoughts, Beth? I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I think um, so far I've been kind of neutral um, at the moment. Uh, there's been parts which I've really enjoyed. And I think I'm just kind of easing back into it again um as i said there were some parts in this episode um that i just absolutely loved like the camera work um specifically towards the end when eve leaves yeah helene's house and there's that i can't remember what the shot is called but it's kind of they follow Eve's um, walk as she walk, walks towards the camera but the camera's moving and it's similarly done later with Villanelle when she comes out of the tent so I thought I, I just really enjoyed that shot um, and I thought it was really effective and yeah just just a really good episode and there were lots of parallels to the first season of Killing Eve. Yes um Wow, it was an intense episode. It was quite good. Um, loved the duality of all the places that he went to in the world. Very um, un-COVID restrictioning times at the moment. Yeah. So I presume they just live in an alternate universe. Don't know. <laughs> um, it was really good. I liked I liked Villanelle in this episode. I thought we saw a different side of her. We saw Jodie Comer got to display a different side of her character, but so did Sandra Oh, Sandra Oh is really leaning into the darkness of the character, and I really like that. Definitely, 100%. Shall we talk about the characters then? Yes. So we first meet in this episode, Helene, who is with her daughter watching a kind of guide, and her mum asks her if that torture and the... Is it the stalks? Is that right? stalks you yeah um and she says does that hurt and only if you let it and of course this quote comes back later um which is quite significant but what i mean what do you think of helene louise well um helene i think she's pretty cool um quite psychopathic um i don't know if she's a full-on psychopath she seems a bit i think she is what eve aims to be to be honest Definitely. There was definitely that kind of vibe when Eve met Helene later. Yeah, she definitely knows that Eve's following her. Like, Eve is not subtle. No. Like, like that dress she was wearing, like, that was making a statement in that bar. Yeah, do you know what it reminded me of, actually? You'll get this. Um, Maddie from Euphoria yeah. wears her hair in a really similar fashion. I was like, wait, is that Maddie? <laughs> oh, no, I know. it's Eve. And she follows him and She's like proper like making it this person, but she's like following them really closely. So I think she's a competent enough individual to realise. Yeah, definitely. And of course, she realises that the tampon is a like recording device or tracker. Yeah, she's and... a very intelligent woman, and there's a lot of kind of 
power play between Eve and Helene, which is which yes. is very interesting to watch um, between the two of them. She, yeah, she is a bit psychopathic, but we don't really know if she is. What was interesting was that she wants to cut the head of the snake off as well, the head of the 12 off. So yes. something's going on. Something's going on. We're not quite sure 100% what's going on, but something is going to happen and has happened. Yes, Um what I find interesting is that we are first we introduced her as like kind of like her point of view before Eve's, and Eve's just kind of background tracking her, which is quite interesting because we don't see her from Eve's point of view first. We see the daughter and the torture, which comes back at the end. I also find it quite interesting. Eve was serving Kate Stewart from Doctor Who vibes and the blonde wig, which I just thought so that was like a. <laughs> Kind of on the topic yeah. of, of Doctor Who, I yes. see your Doctor Who poster in the background that we got from Comic-Con, which yes. our Comic-Con episode, our bonus episode, will be out very soon. So keep your eyes out for that and have a listen. Yes, it'll be very good. Um, just us talking about Comic-Con. Yeah. So yeah. Back to London. Yep. <laughs> good segue. Um, yes, she just follows her the whole time and then she comes back to the ho- she comes back to the hotel to meet Yusuf and he's like I'm going to take you to Paris no interest whatsoever um she doesn't care she up to the tickets but he's actually doing that so they can meet Ellen yeah and they have very different views on what to do yeah she's going for a much more assertive approach whereas Yusuf is thinking more tactically I suppose you could argue yeah, kind of just seeing what you can find out at arm's length um, rather than kind of diving straight into the thick of it, which is an interesting dynamic um, to see with that. And I think Eve's becoming more and more bold in her approach now, which may be for the better or it may be for the worse. Yes. What I find interesting was when Eve was talking to the psychiatrist um, she was like, how do I approach this person? How do I get what I want out of them? And the psychiatrist presumes that she's talking about Villanelle. Yeah. But we don't actually know. So she could be like this. I got the impression she was talking about Helene. Yeah, that's what I got as well. Although at some points I was like, maybe, maybe she maybe. is talking about Villanelle. Yeah, it was interesting. And I loved the quote where um, the psychiatrist said, um, and reinvention is a form of avoidance, which yes. we can clearly see by the end of the episode on Villanelle's behalf. Yes. Just like Eve is reinventing herself as a spy, totally. Villanelle is trying to reinvent herself as a better a person. As a person. Yeah. Girl guide vibes. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So, shall we move on to Villanelle then? Yes. Um, well, we've got Villanelle and then we've got Drag Jesus, who yeah. is also connected. I'm glad that they clarified the drag aspect of it. Like, yeah, that was, I was interesting. Just, I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, every time Jesus appeared, I was just so confused. I was like, uh, just what? Sorry. Um, it was interesting. Uh, of course... We have the whole scenario with Elnel trying to apologise to Maeve 
as Jesus has kind of persuaded Villanelle to do so. Yes. So she brings me the, the twig um, that the dove brings Noah, obviously, um, as she states, and they kind of reconcile and... It, it May's advice actually about you know the kind of screaming and twirling about in the woods it, <laughs> solid advice <laughs> you know getting it all out there but yeah then I mean Villanelle's got a, a vast amount of problems so I don't think it would just be fixed by doing doing that see I thought that would come back I thought um they're gonna scream people hear them screaming but they're like they're doing therapy screaming and then there'd be actual screaming and they would think mm-hmm. it's therapy screaming but it didn't so yeah I think it's interesting that they do the focusing so much on this religious imagery yeah just for Villanelle and in part she you actually believed that she kind of wanted to be good like just those slight parts and you looked in Jodie Combe's act and you're like wait she actually seems not looking like a psychopath I think it was just I think she definitely did want to be good. I just think her reasoning for being good wasn't always correct. She was kind of doing it for someone else rather than just doing it for herself. But I think in some point she definitely was just trying to be a better person, which I think everyone can kind of relate to. Um we still see how manipulative she is when she's chatting to me and kind of pulls this confession out of me um which in all honesty she didn't really need to do but of course it's Villanelle it's her nature and to kind of get this truth and then we have that tension building during the charades as she's put May's dead mother's name on the vicar's head and you see that tension in those shots between the vicar and Villanelle was so powerful and I thought the tension's building the tension's building and it felt like you know the early episodes of Killing Eve in in season one and parts like that which was lovely to kind of have that ignite again in this season. We've not discussed the fact that Neil um that May's dad killed a mum. I just want to I just final thoughts about that was how happy Villanelle was that the dad was like evil because she was like I'm normal and that was like even heartbreaking when it was like he did kill her but it wasn't like complete murder I just thought that was strange I felt we also got a kind of glimpse into Villanelle's mind and what it was like in her head you know that kind of conflict of um a conscience and then her other side her nature kind of getting the better of her so this was really interesting and seeing that kind of internal debate play out it was yeah I really enjoyed that well I liked it was pretty obvious when both of the villanelles were not in the same shot together so like when she was spinning around for each other they were just holding the camera I know and then when they were strangling um it was just the body double so you can actually see both at the same time which makes sense from a filming perspective but I just thought that was all I could think about when they were doing the spinning yeah the spinning yeah the spinning didn't quite work for me either it just it didn't seem convincing enough but who knows what it was like in the actual filming conditions and things like that yeah we also see Villanelle get cast out from the religious people and we hear 
oh, it was so I felt so bad for Villanelle. I mean, I know she's like a killer, but she she properly was cast out, and that's when May says, you know, I don't think yeah. she can be loved, and it's. I mean, that is, that's what Villanelle is all about, isn't it? That's why she's doing, that's why she's trying to be a better person is so that someone will love her. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. I can't believe they called a Hitler, though. Like, that's too far in any context. <laughs> and then, of course, she called Mary, which is like the religious imagery, which yeah. is also important. But um, I quite like the comedy line of, um, I've been profession of the week so many times. And the church lady was like, you made that up. Because why not? Because she just wants to look good. She wants to have her photos online. She wants to be very, I've moved on from you, Eve. Look, I found God, who, yeah. who is Jesus, who represents me, because why not? Yeah. And then, of course, we see Villanelle killed Jesus. And that's her kind of just getting rid of... I yeah. don't know, her conscience. I, yeah, just kind of getting rid of that kind of other voice inside her head and getting a clear sp- perspective again and kind of just going, I'm just going to be me and not worry about anything yes. else. She kills the two of them. And a scene that is pretty violent, but it's done really well with shadows yeah. because we don't see any of the violence. Yeah, And I wouldn't say it's tasteful, but it's not obscenely gross. Like, you know it's what's happening. Like, it's a bit like Shadow Puppets. Yeah. It was that kind of same uh, uh, vibe. Yeah, it was It was really good. Yeah. Moving on to Carolyn. Yes, in Moscow. Um, so she's turned Russian agent, but only to, like, cut off the head of the Twelve. Um, at this point, who doesn't want to cut off the head of the Twelve? Be quite funny if they just found the head of the twelve when it was Kenny, because that yeah, would be a that, plot twist. That, that would be a plot twist. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope we do know who the head of the twelve is. We it would be quite cool out. if there there was that. Um, plot yeah. twist. It's Helene's I, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was her all along, <laughs> all along. Yeah, yes, it was. I oh, Carolyn. I felt bad for Carolyn in this episode as well, because. She's kind of had a real, I want to say, Icarus. Is that right? Yeah. The fall yeah, from her. Right. Yeah. And the close to the sun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Look at me go. I got that, that all from advanced English. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that kind of fall from high stature. Yeah. And so, I mean, we saw how kind of lush she had her life beforehand and then we see this kind of contrast in this apartment this safe house that she's staying in and of course there she finds a rat and then gives it back essentially which was I thought that was very very well done uh she crumbled she did crumbled I never thought I would I would see that from Carolyn yeah I did not think. I thought she would be a girl boss, whatever. But I think she still is at some point. Yeah, but I think she'll regain that. But I didn't think we would get this kind of vulnerability from her, which was really interesting. And I, I yeah, it was just a really interesting choice um, to see that. And I suppose, I mean, we talked about this in the last episode, but that kind of just how each character is just in a completely different place, not just physically, but also mentally. And I think this is emphasised with Carolyn particularly in that scene. 
she's picked a good time in our social political climate to defect to Russia. Yeah. Don't say any more about that, but just that. Good. We don't want to be cancelled. No. Um, shall we talk about so Eve? Eve goes to Paris with Yusuf and she tries to take the steak knife. Side note, the steaks looked far too cut overdone. Hopefully <laughs> we watch it again after. But they looked far too overdone, especially for France and like a cultural cooking with cuisine is so important. It looked really badly cooked. <laughs> Completely. I I wasn't noticing that, <laughs> but I'll take your word for it. What, what, why, why, I mean, I know why there was an argument with the steak knife, but why, I, did I miss some sort of um, symbolism or? I think he just doesn't want her to go and try and stab somebody, to be honest. Right. That's what I thought. I just wasn't sure if it was that kind of drawn out for us. We then get the really strong parallel of Villanelle cooking, well, bringing, wanting to have dinner with Eve, and now Eve is wanting to have dinner with Elaine. But Elaine is better at being, she's like, Eve cuts herself like in two minutes of that. I know. Elaine makes her uncomfortable, and I just love that for Elaine. Yeah, it was just... I can't believe you're written for a late here. Come on, Louise. But like, it was. It, I like I mean, the actress and call my agent. <laughs> it just kind of shows the professionalism. You know, Elaine's working and yeah. uh, used to working in this kind of environment. Whereas Eve, I mean, all the way back in season one, you know, she's just kind of like an office worker. She doesn't really do much field work until she yeah. gets on to Villanelle's case. So I think it's just showing that. Um, yeah. Lack of professionalism. She's more of a hobbyist. Like he was more yeah. like a hobbyist and professional. Mm, definitely. Shall we talk about that confrontation scene then? Yeah, go for it. Um surprised nobody got stabbed, to be honest. Um that was my first impression that there was gonna be a knife and no, they just decided to burn something instead. Which is too relatable because our like hobs in our kitchen are those kind of electric ones that you can mm-hmm. actually, and sometimes it'll be off, but it is warm because someone just used it and you won't realise mm-hmm. you put your hand down and you're like, <laughs> yeah, it was too, it was too scary for me. I was like, this is too real. This is too close to life. You know what was annoying for me? I do even speak French because why can she speak French? I study French. I've been studying French for three, four years. I cannot speak French. That she was good as she well. She can speak French. Don't know when she had time to learn it. No. Just saying. No, sure. It's Duolingo. <laughs> Duolingo. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, that, that was cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, I was expecting her just to read the whole bedtime story and then she just didn't. Um, and she, she grabbed that period again. And she then, wasn't even looking at the book. I know. She must have known that story really, really well. Anyway, it wasn't Le Petit Prince. That was like the only like French really well known story that I would say children would read so it was interesting yeah anything else about that scene you'd like to mention um the daughter coming down Eve was like oh my god like Eve did not expect that I feel like she doesn't want to think about um she knows that she has a life and it got ruined by Bella but she doesn't want to think of herself as being that um definitely also, also um Elaine wants to kill people so fair enough yeah, well, like that context, but um, she's shocked. Yeah, 
a lot of flirting. Yeah, there was a lot of flirting. You're correct. Yeah, uh, a lot of kind of tension and then sexual tension on top. A lot. Yeah. Especially, even though, like, after the dessert thing, and you're like, this is interesting. Yeah, sexual and innu- innuendos. <laughs> that was a lot. There was a lot of tension in this. Like, yeah. Villanelle kissed Jesus as herself. Yeah, I, I that was that was one of the times I went, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Confusion. So final thoughts on the episode. Um I don't know what's next. I could probably find out what's next on Twitter yeah. because episode three is out in the US. I yeah, I saw a clip on Instagram just as I was coming off. Um I can't remember what it was though. I think it was more Elaine stuff. Um, possibly. I don't know. I could be making that up. I don't know. I, I still want to know more about the Carolyn. I want to see Carolyn, like, girl bossing again. I want to see her <laughs> climb back onto that pedestal and, like, smash everything and, like, do well. Um, I also want to see what's going to happen to Villanelle now, now that she's left the church and killed two people. Yes. Will there be a manhunt for her? Who knows? Yeah. I thought she would kill more people. I thought she was going to set a tense on fire, to be honest. Yeah, um, I did wonder about a kind of massacre moment as well, actually. What's going to happen to Hugo, who is getting honey trapped now? Yep. Because, of course, he is. Because that makes sense. Yep. Because he's just Hugo. I know a lot of Hugos. <laughs> yeah. Um, also... It's interesting about the fact that Carolyn cried about this random lady's death when she didn't cry on screen when Kerry died, which she's visibly upset. She didn't cry when Bill was killed a few episodes. He was working for her when Kenny died. Kenny died was the biggest thing, but even all these small people that were characters and died, she didn't react, so it's... Men, I don't know. It's she's finally reacting to stuff, and I don't know if that's because she's just completely isolated from him now. Yeah, it's an interesting one, and I'd like to see that developed more. And just obviously, even Lane seeing where that goes, if it escalates any further in the next episode, or just in general, what's what's going on with Eve? Yes, I wonder if Constantine will be back. That is the question. We haven't seen much. Well, I mean, we saw him in the first episode, but we haven't seen much of him so far. I'm sure he will make another appearance. Not sure if he'll be in the next episode, but we'll just need to wait and see. I'm sure he'll turn up to help Carolyn at one point. Yeah, definitely. He has to. Same country. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that they hop around places so much. As I still, we're still in a time of COVID, but... The fact that you can travel so much is impressive. And the fact that they filmed this in all these different countries is very impressive in itself. And I think they should get a pat on the back for that. Definitely. Well done to the Killing Eve workers. Awesome. So that's all we've got time for today. We hope you've enjoyed our mini episode number two. Tune in next week where we'll be talking about episode number three. Surprise, surprise. And keep your eyes and ears out for our comic-con episode and we hope to be bringing you more podcasts soon so thank you so much for listening guys see you next time bye bye
Thank you.